uh I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real We really debating the industry and what the six of feel Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real Ain't no strangers to the bricks, now let's build something for real It's too real, real, it's too real What's up, everybody? It's your boy Eve. It's Too Real the Podcast. Hope y'all doing well out there, man. It's been a it's been a real crazy week. You know what I'm saying? Real crazy week. Um, right now I'm sipping some tea, peppermint tea. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my Jamaicans. I, I never sipped peppermint tea before until like 2017. You know what I'm saying? I just heard people, everybody talking about it. I'm like, all right, let, let me see what's up. I don't really drink tea and stuff, but ever since then, it's been part of the. You know what I'm saying? But it's fucked up, man. Can't lie, I'm sad right now. Um, the baby just killed Toronto, man. And for those that know, it's not even just about the baby. Like, I fuck with the baby, you know what I'm saying? It's my dog. We, we got the same birthday. Uh, his music's always great to turn up to. But Stunner for Vegas had a 45-minute set out here in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? That Rebel. And for those, if you listen to the podcast, you know that Stunner's, Stunner's like probably this year. He's, him and Lil TJ are my new favorite rappers as far as like this year, like new rappers that kind of came out, you know what I mean, and debuted. Those two, those those are my guys right there, man. And he performed it. I would have went, man, but it's just like, see, like I went, to, I've gone to concerts alone, which I went to Jay Z concert alone. I've gone to J. Cole concerts alone. Um, I've done that. But it's just not the same environment, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to go to the, one of the, like, I, the thing is, the baby concert, you can go upstairs to the VIP, you could have been there, but those tickets was gone. Like, where you could stand and not be in the crowd, it's different. But when you're at an arena, it's different. You can sit down, you nobody's stepping on your shoes. I don't like to be, I don't really, I'm not a fan of general admission, you know what I'm saying? I would have watched from the balcony, you know what I'm saying? But I couldn't get those tickets, man. That shit hurt me. Stun, I seen Stunner going through the crowd, turning up that shit. Like, if you listen to Stunner's music, you, if you know, like, he just got that type of energy. That I know that show was crazy. Like, he got he bring the same exact type of energy the baby brings. You know what I'm saying, man? The show looked amazing. Toronto looked like they, I mean, they held it down. You know what I'm saying? I love I love when rappers come to the city and we and we do what we're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Not the booing shit, not running up on stage and doing all that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? The show looked lit. Both sides, from Stunner all the way to the baby. Um, Drake came out, you know, so even before the show, the, the baby said, he was getting on his private jet on Instagram, and he was like, Toronto, we're on the way. You know what I mean? Surprise guest. So we, don't, we don't got much. You know what I'm saying? When the, when the nigga from the States said we got a surprise guest, I doubt the weekend's coming to sing at the baby show. You know what I'm saying? It's either Drake or the baby, or maybe Tory Lanez, but I don't think he, you know what I'm saying? You gonna roll it out for Drake. You gonna say that for Drake. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna play the speech. I'm saying Drake. Drake gave a little speech, which is dope because I guess especially over the um the weekend we're gonna speak about you know Juice World. Um, you know what I mean it's it's good for rappers to start start showing appreciation. I'm saying and not even just rappers, fans, fans too. You know what I mean some people call you a dick rider. You know what I mean for for telling your favorite rapper you love them or they got you through some shit, but. If that's really what happened, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with letting the rappers, you know, know how you feel. They really did get you through some shit. You know what I'm saying? One one of my biggest regrets is not being able to meet Nipsey Hussle. And, and I probably could have went and did that, that um, bought the, 
a hundred dollar album because he was those that bought like I think the first those that bought the hundred dollar album or a thousand dollar album, whatever the copy was, you know what I'm saying? You got to come to a show and get some merch and come do a meet and greet and listen to the album ahead of time. And you know what I'm saying? In hindsight, in hindsight, you just don't know. You know what I'm saying you just don't know that type of stuff is gonna happen to people. But um, hold up, I'm gonna play the the clip with Drake. When I spend time on myself at home, right? I always I study the rap game. When there's people that came before us or people that I feel like are up next, I used to sit at my house and I used to watch videos of you doing interviews on Say Cheese TV. Doing all the old songs that you used to do, sure. 2018, 2017. I used to watch you rap your city. I used to watch you love your city. Sure. And look, we don't say this to each other enough as rappers, but I want to say congratulations. You killed me. Thank you, sir. I love you with all my heart. I'm gonna go back to the crib and try and finish this album up so we can turn up to the class. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the video. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Drake gave a speech and shit. But the before y'all try to kill Drake, I'm gonna say this: He was talking to the crowd when he said, "I love you," because I know niggas would really misconstrue that and say Drake told the baby he loves him like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that's um. That's dope from Drake, you know what I mean? Especially right now, you know what I mean? That's the climate we're in right now. But um, the baby really is killing shit, you know what I'm saying? It's undeniable. He didn't need Drake to say that, but it's dope for Drake to say that on this stage, you know what I'm saying? Because you just got to acknowledge it. He's had a, a hell of a year, you know what I'm saying? And on the way up, he's brought he's brought Stunner with him, and you know what I'm saying? And, and I like how the baby at the end, he said, yo, I, I'm going to try to come pull up on him and put a verse on that album, you know what I'm saying? Secure a spot on Drake's album, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just in case you need some more steam coming for next year, because once if Drake drops next year, man, it's gonna be a problem. Like, Scorpion is still in the top five albums this year, and it dropped last year, maybe even a year. I think it might have dropped two years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, Drake, shout out to Drake, man. He is who he is. He's, you know, what I mean? is like he's the king of king of hip hop right now. Still the top guy, but he's just chilling. You know what I mean? The baby's had a hell of a year. Um, last thing on the baby situation, it's actually crazy because Drake got these guys in for OVO Fest, you know what I'm saying? They had no issues, and that's when the baby and his label knew, like, yo, the baby can get in, Stunner can get in. And the baby, first thing he posts today on his Instagram is, yo, they had me held up for three hours today at the airport, you know what I'm saying? So it's still a hassle for these rappers to get in, even though, even though they know you leaving in, like, six, seven, eight hours, you know what I'm saying? They still gonna hold you up, like, about about that record, you know what I'm saying, shit you did, did in the past, and that's just the government, that's just the way it is, but it's just like, damn, like, you know I got an occupation now, you know that shit's behind me, and, yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy, but, you know what I mean, I hope, I hope the rap, all the rappers can c continue to get in, man, because I've seen G Herbo's going on tour, ain't no Canadian dates, and I remember once, he skated through, he had a show in Vancouver, and he never came back after that, they probably, like, banned him, you know what I mean? They probably ran his record and you know what I mean that was that. But um yeah, so shout out to the baby, man. That's dope, man. I love I love that this this city is I mean, it it is a hub. You have to hit Toronto on your tour. If you if not, then like you really not you're not mainstream yet. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't, to have a Toronto fan base is, is a serious fan base to have, man. Um, but yeah, over the weekend, you know what I'm saying? There was some music that dropped. Uh, Roddy Rich, Roddy Rich dropped his album. Um, don't blame me for being antisocial. Woo, man. I don't know. I've seen a lot of mixed reviews. People, some people don't like it. it it's not the same traditional Roddy Rich street sound, but you wildin' if you're telling me that this. This shit don't got bangers on it. I think I, I think I messed up the title earlier. It's actually, please excuse me for being antisocial. You know what I'm saying? But Peter with Meek Mill, the mustard joint, high fashion, the joint with Ty Dolla Sign, a book. Yo, man, a boogie joint is has been out, but that's that's yo. It's a good album, man. Like the Lil Durk, yo, he picked the right like the features that he picked. They all kind of like go with his sound because they're all in the same lane. He didn't really pick no rappers to come spit no crazy bars on, on that. You know what I'm saying? Roddy, he raps his own way too when he's not doing hard tune singing thing. He, he raps. So it's, it's dope, man. I, I think it's really dope. I played it all weekend. All weekend. You know what I'm saying? All weekend. Um, People don't even know Roddy Rich is only 21. You know what I'm saying? So like he's talented, super talented, and, and he's from Compton, and he grew up in Atlanta, so it makes a lot of sense why his sound is like that, you know what I'm saying, he has that that West Coast sound, but then he, he definitely has that trap, future influence, Atlanta shit, you know what I'm saying, so, I fuck with, I fuck with the Roddy Rich album, man, um, the Meek, the Meek joint, Peter, I don't know what they gotta do to, 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 to get that going, like, that, yo, he got some shits on here, like, I wanna see him chart, you know what I'm saying, I think he, he sold ninety thousand is what they projected him to sell, which is I think is really good um, for a new artist who's just coming out. Um, and this is his first, this is the debut album. Like he's had two tapes, Feed the Streets One, Feed the Streets Two, but you know what I mean. This is the official ninety ninety thousand is pretty good, man. Um, yeah, so shout out to Roddy Rich. Um, shout out to my boy Swan because he gonna be mad at this, but. French Montana's already, he dropped he dropped his album called Montana and that shit's already gone gold. <laughs> Yo, French is French is honestly bad. That's one thing. Like, I love French. Um, he's a businessman. Like, you know, he doesn't really care. He, French is one man. I don't think he cares what, about other people's opinions as long as he he can show you his bank account, let him let you know he's eating. You know, what I mean, he's making money. Um, but yo, man, French. I don't know when this album was supposed to drop or or whatever, but French dead ass has no shopping on here. He has Lockjaw with Kodak Kodak Black. Like Lockjaw is fucking old. Like it's a fucking banger. It's a classic song. But like that is like 2016, 2015. Like that is old. That is Kodak like kind of no belly Kodak. Like that's Kodak. Like that's like that's Kodak just kind of coming in the game Kodak's just like some of the features on him like yo what the fuck the no stylus is there um what let me go let me go through the track list but I like that he's rapping like there's this is a lot of rap songs I want to hear what Swan's opinion is actually because it's not just poppy French or you're unforgettable French he has that on the side too you know what I'm saying where it's just more a little bit of hits but Side one, he's rapping. Say goodbye with Belly. I like the song. I like the song with Chinks. Yeah, I like the song with Post Malone. Any day, regardless of whether he's rapping or not, um, French knows how to make good music. But yeah, man, I'm looking at the track. I'm like, yo, he put no stylus. 
He put no sharpening and he put lockjaw. So obviously the shit the shit went gold already. You know what I'm saying? The lifestyle joint with Kodak Black and Kevin Gates is hard. Don't get me wrong, but just see lockjaw in there kind of tripped me out. Um, Montana, the intro, I like that because French, that's what I wanted to know because French is, he's been known for his intros. You know what I'm saying? Um, we the hottest in the game, how you feel? Like that was a classic intro. I came out, I think that was Mac and Cheese 3. Only for the night. Only, yeah, he had, he's always coming to intro. So he got back in the lab with Harry Fraud on this one. So, and he got, and this intro, he rapped. You know what I mean? So a lot of the criticism of people saying French, you know what I mean? Just went pop. I would love, I want to hear the reviews. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear what people are saying. That Salam Alaikum song is hard. He's rapping. So I really want to hear the reviews about people because people definitely turn their back on French and just say, you know, French is just chasing a hit, which which he knows how to make. I don't think he's ever chasing. I just think he's just like, yo, I'm about to go make a hit. I'm going to call Khaled. I'm going to call Cool and Dre or I'm going to call whatever, Murder Beats, whoever's the guy, and go to work and hit, hit up Drake. And go to work. You know what I'm saying? Hit up Ross and go to work. That's that's French's formula. You know what I'm saying? He's always done that. He works with artists. So um, yeah, I, I ain't mad at it, man. I ain't mad at it. Cokeway boys and him and Max B, like, I ain't mad at it. I haven't got a chance to listen to Max B album yet. You know what I mean? It came out. I have not got a chance to listen to it, but I will get a chance to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? And let y'all know what's up with that. But yeah, man, um, French French's album's good. French's album's good if you like traditional French Montana. This I think this is traditional French Montana. This wasn't like no the previous releases where people say, yo, it's you can't bump with this. This is this is what we used to from French. Uh the numbers came back though for um the game, the games album and Fabulous album. Honestly, people can hate on Fab all they want, you know what I'm saying? The, um I do agree the games album is better, but yo, like I, I always thought the I'm, I'm sure hip hop looks at the game as a bigger artist than Fabulous. You know what I'm saying? He's he he's done more than Fabulous. Probably toured more. You know I mean, as far as had more hit hit records, he's the game. The game was a fucking legend. He sold like five million on his first his first album. You know what I'm saying he is a legend. Um, Fab's a legend as well. But the game sold twenty three thousand. You know what I'm saying? Fab sold forty forty four forty four thousand. You know what I'm saying? So that's a trip. And game had Ed Sheeran. Um, he had Nipsey, he had, he had some features on there. I, I'm just not thinking of them right now on the top of my head, but he had some Mozzie, he had some crazy features on there, you know what I'm saying? And that's just weird. I don't know, unless his game not on a label. And I, I'm very confused about that, you know what I'm saying? But maybe in longevity, game will get better, or maybe because Fab, when he got those young guys, he gets more streams because streaming is what, you know what I mean, about, is what young artists do. And a young audience does because the game has five thousand in pure sales. Like people actually bought the album, and so does Fabulous has five thousand pure sales. So the old, I mean, their actual bracket probably like their actual um, audience buying albums. You know, five thousand of them bought it, but the young kids ain't really fucking the game like that. I guess I have no clue. But yeah, so shout out to Fab. You know what I'm saying? It's all about making money and making returns, man. So Fab had, he hung in there, man. I think he, he dropped with YNW Melly. YNW Melly beat him up by like one by one thousand. I mean, he had like forty five thousand albums um sold for that week. But yeah, so that's what's going on as far as music and sales and all that. Um we did have a lot of artists posting their Spotify numbers over the weekend for like a Spotify wrap up. Post Malone is really a motherfucking 
he's a monster. He's a monster. Like, he is the most streamed artist in the world. He has the two most streamed albums in the world. I just don't know. I just don't know. I'm going to have to really go through his whole catalog and see, like, yo. There's no reason, like, I'm going to like his music because there's there's no reason I won't. When somebody's that streamed, it's because they're that good. You know what I'm saying? They make music for everybody. So I'm going to find, go through Post Malone's catalog and find what's what's there for me. You know what I'm saying? Because... I'm I'm clearly missing out. I did. I, I need to add to those four point six billions gazillion streams. You know what I'm saying? I need to be point one. Well, let's take it back to 2006, man, because it might be 2006, right, or 2007. I don't know when it was, man. But yo, Eminem is a fucking savage, bro. Whatever Mariah, yo, Mariah Carey gave him that, gave him that pussy, and like I don't know what year that was, man. But she said she let this nigga hit once. You know what I'm saying? And like she would like I don't know, maybe because Eminem was just hot. And I mean she's just the hot he was the hottest guy in the game and just rich or whatever. I have no clue why Mariah Carey did this because she clearly has no respect for this guy and does not care about him, right? But he continues to remember that pussy. You know what I'm saying? And Fat Joe just dropped a recent album, which he says is his last album called Family Ties. And he got a feature from Eminem on there, and it's called Lord Above. And this is how Eminem starts off. Like what? Yo, <laughs> yo, Eminem is crazy, bro. Like, Fat Joe sends you this song on his last, his supposed to be last album, and, and yo, your mind is still wondering how, he's probably like, yo, Nick Cannon's fucking corny. Like, how come you can't fuck with me? How did he get the bridge? I I don't know. Like, Eminem can have a lot of bitches. He's Eminem. Like, I just don't understand why he's moving like this. Bro, I think he's like 50. And this might have been like 16 years ago. She's her kids with Nick Cannon are probably almost 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't, I just personally don't understand. You know what I'm saying? I really don't understand why he's still. I know it's shock value, but Eminem doesn't need shock value. Anytime you drop a verse because you don't rap a lot anymore and you're a legend, you're going to get all the praise and all the ears. So why do you got to do this unless it really hurts you? And he is a person, a person that we know is an emotional rapper and he takes out things that actually hurt him in his music. His mom, his stepdad, um, his his um, girlfriend trying to take his, his daughter away. You know what I'm saying? His love for his daughter. So it's like Mariah Carey really is on Eminem's mind, man. That's so crazy, man. She should really drop a diss track in, in 2020. You know what I'm saying? At, at, at her... 50-year-old diva age. Just, fuck it. Just get some streams. Get some clout, Mariah. Like, this guy, he called you up. Because Nick Cannon definitely dropped a diss track, man. And, okay, I, I just don't understand. <laughs> Yo, Nick, first of all, Nick, Nick Nick wants to battle Eminem, which would not be a good idea. Not to say Nick's not talented, but, like, he wants to go on a stage and battle Eminem and get embarrassed. And Nick, Nick, Nick will walk away from getting embarrassed by Eminem and just call it a day. Like, I don't think Nick has any... Shame, you know what I'm saying? He was gonna like take it to heart, but he's really calling out Eminem right now. Also dropped a diss track 
the diss track was all right, but I don't know. <laughs> Yo, he dropped the diss track and then he went and got all the URL battle rappers that he has on Wildin' Out. You know what I'm saying? He had Charlie Clips on the diss track. He had Hitman Holla on the diss track. I think Conceited. Like, niggas just, niggas that Eminem is probably their rap idols. You know what I'm saying? Eminem, they probably love Eminem. And now they just coming at him because obviously Nick put them on. You know what I mean? But that shit was mad weird. It's called Pray For Him. Like, there's actually two of them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I guess Nick is trying to get his guys exposure. But this is, this is a, like, sometimes when, you, when you're, with your, you're with your crew and you're like, yo, how can we get exposure? You can do it in a, in a way that looks organic, but it's inorganic. This looks like you're dead ass. Like, you have a personal problem with Eminem, and he's talking about your your ex-wife and your baby moms. Okay, I get you want to rap battle him, you want to diss him, but bring in these guys who have... See, if Eminem wanted to diss you, he would maybe diss you, even though you're not in his rap, like, league, but you're a celebrity, you're accomplished, you're a great actor, you're a businessman, you're successful. But when you start bringing Hitman Harlan and Charlie Clips, like... You're lowering the bar now, and he's probably looking at you like, yeah, I'm definitely not coming to rap and give these niggas no, no exposure. Like, let me just play a little of Hitman's verse. With these rap cats, I'm the best in that stack. Put that on everything in my cash app. A bunch of red rags and black lacks. Incredible. They catch me with this, I'm going federal. I've been a star. Your favorite actors want to get sexual. You've been afraid, M. This ain't that renegade, M. When you ain't perked up, you sweeter than lemonade, M. Black squad, you won't link with them. See, you tried to bully Pink and them, Britney Spears and NSYNC and them, and got the beefing with Ja Rule with the cops behind you. And every show since 04, you had to slide behind you. Man, y'all are fine at all times. I'm, I'm not saying those are not bars, but who are these guys for Eminem to even acknowledge them? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it just made no sense. Here you go, Nick. I'm not gonna rap. I'm just do what you did. <laughs> you used to be in a position to talk to kids and they listen. Now you a politician. You voted for Trump, bitch. Admit it. They used to call you a menace in the shoe fit you wore. But now you get in face lifts like an Instagram. Who used to be the king of the rule? Ludicrous, lucrative lyrics. Now all you do is just cry. Now you got the rats in the stairs. Maybe it's your mommy issue. Maybe your white devil is spare. Maybe your original music that your fans used to cherish. Now you debated, disputed, hated, and viewed in America as a mother. I'm gonna just stop, but I just don't understand this. I just don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't get that shit. Nick Cannon, this is not it, man. This is not it. Um, And Nick has so much other shit going for him, fam. This is the shit that's just... <laughs> this shit makes no sense to me, man. Yo, he does not need this. He does not need this. But he doesn't mind people... See, like, I think we've gotten out of the stage of looking at Nick as corny. This was a corny move right here, man. That was a corny move, man. Getting these guys conceited and all these guys to rap, like, that shit is weak, man. He said Nick, he, Nick Cannon said some shit about Eminem getting head from his chauffeur, a male driver, you know what I'm saying? He said, come out the closet, so. We're going to see, man. Nick, Eminem did tweet him back, you know what I'm saying, and say, Nick, I don't have a chauffeur, you're a liar, blah, 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 but I don't think he's going to rap. I don't think he's going to rap, man, but. We'll see, man. Yo, that shit is actually funny, bro. We'll see. 
Um, Watch out for the big girl. 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 Yo, <laughs> yo, the reason I'm playing that because honestly, Lizzo is out here wilding. Lizzo is out here wilding. I don't know the name of her song. I don't know. I really don't. I know she has that line that 100% bad bitch or whatever that, that line is. But I don't know anything else about her. But she is one of the biggest artists in the world right now. One of the most dreamed artists in the world right now. But she is out here. She, Her confidence exudes her. Is that what, I think that's what they say, right? Um, she... She was at the Laker game. <laughs> yeah, this girl's crazy. She was at the Laker game, and um, I think the Lakers are playing Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't know. I, 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 I can't even understand. First, she was courtside. She was sitting courtside at first. She was in, being interviewed during the game. And then that was all fine and dandy. And then somehow she ends up upstairs on the Jumbotron in the crowd. And you know the Jumbotron, they play music and people dance. You know, they do the kiss cam, different things, right? So they show kids doing their dab and, their, you know, all those little Instagram dances kids be doing. It cuts to Lizzo, you know what I'm saying? I think they know she's a celebrity, so they're like, oh, you know, a celebrity in the house, let's, let's, let's put it on Lizzo. Lizzo starts dancing, 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 dancing. Then does a 180, does a little spindle. Do a little spin, and she start dropping that thing. You know what I'm saying? She start moving that thing of hers, that wagon. And, bro, this girl has, I don't know how you do. Yo, it's like a thong, like, whatever the part of her dress in the front, it's cut out of the back. So she has this, like, big old thong type shit going on for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, ass out at the Staples Center. Just twerking at the Staples Center on the Jumbotron for all the kids to see. Just her ass. And like she did, like they cut, the, like they moved the camera from her real quick. You know what I'm saying? And she was still doing that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like she, you know, she is, she must be drinking. She's drinking a lot. And um, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know what to say about that, man. Be like, I'm confused. I'm really confused because it's, it's there's children there. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a fucking basketball game. Like, this is not even the Grammys or the Oscars where, you know what I mean, people try these little fashion statements. You know I mean, because I saw that was a narrative on Twitter. Yo, if, he, if she wasn't fat, y'all wouldn't be saying this if it was so-and-so. Yo, this is a, this is, this, there's kids in the motherfucking place, bro. Like, this is a basketball game on the Jumbotron, like, Nah, man, and you're a celebrity. She's, she, I, I can't, I can't, I just honestly can't understand that move. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying it's a really big, big deal, but you didn't think that through. You know what I mean? Like, and it's crazy because she was really walking through the arena with her ass out. Like, I'm wondering if she's sitting on the actual seats, bare ass, just her bare ass on the seat. You know what I'm saying? Like. Lizzo, Lizzo is a problem, man. Um, like all the publicity, she's getting it, and I don't think she's doing it on purpose. I think she's just like she's like the big girl version of Cardi B. 
You know what I'm saying? She's wild. Like, she'll, she'll put up her pics, let me bend over in her big old thong. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's just, I think this is, um, this is just who she is. Honestly, man, I just rewatched the video. So the video I've been watching was basically from the Jumbotron. She dead ass was fucking courtside with her ass out with LeBron playing at the game. Nah, she dead ass was courtside. That's crazy. Like, yeah, because I, I, the video I watched was from the Jumbotron. She's literally twerking with her ass out at courtside. That's fucking wild. Kids are recording her ass. Like, I'm literally watching right now. There's some kids in a 23 LeBron jersey and a white jersey. recording her ass right now. That is fucking wild, yo. That is wild, yo. The type of shit women can get away with is nuts. If a man goes out here with his ass out, yo, this is crazy. This shit is crazy, bro. Shout out to Lizzo, man. Like, you are showing us that there are barriers that can be broken, man. Um... LeBron was right there. Listen. I'm personally cheering for number 32. <laughs> Carl Anthony Town? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my baby. Okay. You know him? Nope. Yep. So that was Lizzo at the at the game. You know what I'm saying? Um telling her, yo, telling telling the, the reporter that Carl Anthony Towns is on her list though. You know what I'm saying? She probably dropped it low for for Carl Anthony Towns, you know what I'm saying? But that shit crazy, man. Um, but she's confident, man, and 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 that's that's good for her. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people was getting at her. I think it's wrong because, like I said, there's kids in the building. You cannot be acting like that when there's kids in the building. Um, and it's just that good hygiene, putting your ass on the seat like that. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. That that was just wild, man. But here, here's Lizzo responding to um her ass. Her ass being all over the fucking place, man. Um, Lizzo, Lizzo's a wild ass chick, man. You know, who I am and the essence of me and the things that I choose to do as a grown ass woman can inspire you to do the same. You don't have to be like me. You need to be like you and never, ever let somebody stop you or shame you from being yourself. Like, this is who I've always been. Now everyone's looking at it, and your criticism can just remain your criticism. Your criticism has no effect on me. Negative criticism has no stake in my life, no control over my life, over my emotions. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm surrounded by love, and I just want to spread that love and also spread these cheeks. <laughs> and you know, if you really, really don't like my ass, you can kiss it. Because kissing it makes it go away. Yo, you know, I'm trying to explain something to you. Her confidence exudes her. Like this girl, like nobody's telling her anything. And and I think you have to be like that. No disrespect. And I mean this with all due respect because, you know, like you see big girls, like when you would watch um. The Parkers, you know what I mean? Monique was a big girl. And her, look at her confidence, always going after Professor Ogilvy. You know what I mean? And sometimes you have to have confidence like that. Wear it on your sleeve because the world is going to judge you. You know what I'm saying? Not, nobody's gonna, nobody can get to her. She's going to show her ass continuously and over and over and over again. 
know what I'm saying? So I guess this is just what, well, you know what I mean? She's a superstar now, so we're gonna, we're just gonna have to get to know Lizzo and see what, what's next. I just hope there's no drugs. If this is her and this is her, then let's, that's dope. I hope there's no drugs involved, you know what I'm saying? Because we did see her go off in the lady on Postmates. I mean, we don't want to see her spiral out of control because it's all good and dandy in funny games when people see you like this. But what happens when you start, like, you know what I mean, having drunk rants or going at certain communities or belittling people, you know what I mean? And people start to say, oh, you're going at your management. You start to hear these stories. I mean, so I hope she's really just a joyful person, a happy person who's just living in her own world. If that is, then it's dope. You know what I'm saying? But... I just think that was a lot of ass to be having at full, uh, at courtside, man. Like, she walked through the arena like that and just put that ass on the bare seats. I'm sure, though, the NBA would definitely address that. This is a family game. Um, yeah, like, I just, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. But um, salute, salute to her, man. Um, shout out to Cardi B, man. Cardi B made her way to Mother Africa. I don't know if this was her first time. But she went there and she did it big. She did private PJ all the way. She she really fits in in Nigeria because, you know, like Cardi's a superstar, you know what I'm saying? And the way superstars live is the way rich people live in Nigeria. Everything at your beck and call, everything at your command, you know what I'm saying? So I think it was dope, man. And it was another showcasing to the world that, you know what I mean? At least, like I would try to tell you, there's a fucked up side of Africa, of Nigeria. I haven't been everywhere. I've been to Ghana. I've been to Nigeria. And that's 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 about it, where I've been to as far as Africa. But there's a fucked up side to it. But um, there's also a good side to it. Like I always say, if you got money, you can enjoy it to the best of your abilities, man. And you can also impact the community with the best of your abilities if you have money. So shout out to Cardi B, man. Just Just highlighting and showcasing Nigeria, man. I think it's pretty dope. A lot of... A lot of artists have gone there this year. Casanova went there, shot his video with Davido. Uh, I remember Rick Ross was out there spending a lot of time. Jay-Z's gone there a lot of times. Um, what's his, The Migos went out there, and that looked that looked crazy when the Migos first went out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Hip-hop is really branching over, and social media has made it so small that we can really connect, you know what I'm saying, and not feel left out. You know what I mean? People in Africa... In Caribbean and just all India, all over the world, cannot feel left out. I I know what it probably feels like. We're we're in Canada. We're in America. Like America's right beside us. And sometimes we couldn't even get access to our our favorite rappers. And we you hear the stories of Drake's the Cardinal officials and how hard it was. You know I mean, be, before to bridge that gap with America. You know what I'm saying? So social media has really done that, man. McCarty B went out there. You know what I'm saying? And um, she went to the the grocery store and damn near bought everything in it and made sure she gave back to all the kids, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of poverty out there. You know what I'm saying? She bought all the tissues, all the clothes, all the, like, mad shit from the grocery store, you know, and gave it to all the girls, man. So I thought that was dope. Um, she went to the strip club and had the time of her... I don't know if she had the time of her life, but the strippers had the time of her life. The Nigerian people had the time of their life. Um, she went to Silver Fox, which is in, in Victoria Island in Lagos. You know what I'm saying? And Swan hit me. He was like, what? This was going on in, in Nigeria? My bro hit me too. Because it's, for, for people that Niger- that don't know, like Africa is really religious. And if it's not religious, it's really morally based. Morally, you know what I mean? Based on morals. And 
naked women, you know what I mean, in some parts of the world shaking their ass and busting it wide open is not always morally correct. You know what I'm saying? But Nigeria's, yo, man, like we are in a different world where Africa is starting to accept homosexuality. Not, I can't say fully accept, but it's something that you're seeing more, more of and stuff like that, bleaching, uh, plastic surgery, breasts being done, asses being done, you know what I'm saying? It's becoming, the fact that you see it on social media, people will wake up in the morning, go do that shit and come back to their homeland, you know what I'm saying? And these are things that are, are being, these are barriers that are being broken all over the world, and you know what I mean? So Cardi B coming, shutting down a strip club was, was nuts, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm sure that would that's gonna advance strip club culture a lot in in Nigeria. After she left, I'm sure bitches started hitting a pole in that jiggle. You know what I'm saying? They started going outside and putting on shows. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that's what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like that that that's that's gonna spark a culture because apparently the Silver Fox, the strip club in Nigeria, you're not allowed to record, you're not allowed to do nothing like that, but you're not even allowed to be touching so much. But Cardi B broke all the rules and they let her. You know what I'm saying? That was great promotion for them. You know what I'm saying? I just think I just think um that was real dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure she made a killing coming out there. Like you don't even know, man. I guarantee she got offers. Like a Nigerian man would say, yo, I I give you ten million right now. One hour. One hour. Just one hour, Cardi B. One hour for ten million dollars. You know what I'm saying they they do it. I I believe it. You know what I'm saying. Just just for one hour. Obviously, Cardi's not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying. But I'm sure that you know she made a serious bag out there. Okay, they just got money to blow. She put on a concert. Um, uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a, here's here's Cardi B speaking on Nigeria. But what she's really referring to is Lagos. You know what I'm saying? Because she she went to one place. You can't really uh. Judge it. But Lagos is a real main city, so here she is. This country a lot. Let me tell you something. You wanna know why I like this country? Because you you could find you find everything that you're really looking for in this country. Like, let's say um, you know, this country have like tourism. Like if you wanna like, you know, go to beaches and relax with your couple, with your husband, with your wife, they have that. If you're looking for a culture, if you want, if you want to see how people are living, how people make a living, you have that. Over here, it really, it, it reminds me of the Caribbean island with a touch of New York because everybody is busy. Everybody's busy. Everybody's going to a place like the streets are always crowded. And I love, I like this country. A yeah, lot. what she's talking about is Lagos, right? Because like, it's always busy. She she said mine like with a little New York because. People are selling shit. People are walking up and down. I mean, up like three in the morning, it's busy. Four in the morning, like you're never not gonna see a person on the road in Lagos. You know what I'm saying? So that was dope, man, for her to go out there. She also went to Ghana. Um, it was a little different. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, Nigeria and Ghana gotta end this beef, man. Um, they really gotta end this beef. Twitter, like they were going at it on Twitter, um, competing, competing for Cardi B's love. And oh. I didn't know that. Okay, hold on. But so I, I, I'm going to get to that. But uh, so they, <laughs> it was a real competition for Cardi B's love. You know what I mean? Cardi B spent three days in Nigeria, lived it up. You know what I mean? Did her motherfucking thing, hit the strip club, did her ratchet shit. She was talking about she wanted to go to the hood. Like She's like, yo, 
I don't I want to see the hood in Nigeria. She 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 needs to chill. You know what I'm saying? She needs to chill. That is not what you want to see, Cardi. Um, you'd probably give out all your riches just seeing what people are going through out there. Um But yeah, so she went to Ghana and they just beefing on Twitter about like who can you know who can entertain Cardi B more. You know what I'm saying? I think Cardi B had a better time in Nigeria. She spent longer time there. Um the people in Ghana was kind of like on Twitter were just kind of like um kind of like yo apologizing. I don't I I honestly don't know what what happened, you know what I'm saying? But there's like a video of this the celebrities in Ghana like performing for I don't want to say performing for Cardi B, but I don't know what the hell is going on. Like there's this girl she, like she's dancing for Cardi B and she's just rolling on the floor like doing some um, roly polyolies. And like her weight comes off, it, it was just an awkward situation. Um, Cardi B was also supposed to um, be at a meet and greet in Ghana. I guess she didn't know she's supposed to be at a meet and greet. Um, and here's the video, man. But like, it, you know, it, you know, people they were trying to come for her, and she was like, she wasn't having it. Hold on, hold on, yo. Females that they supposedly artists from here, and I didn't know that. But let me tell you something. When I was around the pool around 3 p.m., which was the time supposedly that the meet and greet was going on, I was in the pool and the same girls that are talking shit about me on live, talking about I'm this, I'm that, y'all saw me around the pool. And it was around the time of the meet and greet. So if y'all see me around the pool, right, and I'm chilling, instead of acting so stush, why don't you stush and staring at me like if I have a piece of fucking shit on my motherfucking eyes? Why don't you go up to me like, hey, hey, what's up? Welcome to Ghana, this and that. Um, Welcome to Ghana, welcome to this. Do you know there's a meet and greet going on so I could be aware? You know what I'm saying? If I was aware, if I would have known, I would have been like, oh, shit, well, I'm going over there. I females that they... You get what I'm saying? So apparently the celebrities from Ghana, I don't know if they're artists or what, but they were like, yo, Cardi B's fronting on us. You know what I mean? Acting, not acting all, whatever. But she said she didn't have a meet and greet in her contract, but apparently there was a meet and greet. You know what I'm saying? She's supposed to meet with the celebrities and shit. And she, apparently she didn't get paid for that or that wasn't her contract. And she was like literally on Instagram taking a shit, like an actual shit. Like she was in the bathroom, on the toilet, literally taking a shit. And people were downstairs at her hotel and they're like, yo, this girl's on Instagram taking a shit. <laughs> And we're down here waiting for her for hours. But, you know, I mean, she made her way down, I guess. You know, Car- Car- I don't see Cardi B disrespect coming all the way to Africa disrespect people. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it probably was a miscommunication. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I, that, yeah, I mean, it, it was just a bigger thing on Twitter that, like, if you just type in Cardi B, Nigeria, Cardi B, Ghana on Twitter, you'll see how people are going at it, you know what I mean? Just who can entertain her the best? Who, who with Jalaf Rice, does she have better? Um, Just, just a whole bunch of shit. Hold About Cardi, all right? Okay. First thing first, right? Because I asked my, my booking agent, right? Like, it's like, did I have a meet and greet today? And he said, no. So, hold on. So a meet and greet wasn't in my contract, right? I didn't know I had a motherfucking meet and greet today. I know I had one in Nigeria, and I was on time for that. I, I did all of that. I know I had one today, all right? When I woke up, I went downstairs at around 3 p.m. to soak up some sun in the pool, <laughs> and my stomach started hurting. That shit was around, like, 3 p.m., right? 
And then I woke up, I woke up, and it's like, I see this rage going on on fucking social media, and everybody's like, yeah, you gotta do a meet and greet. And I seen that there was a lot of my fans there in the meet and greet, so I'm like, you know what, I don't give a fuck if it's not in my contract or not, I'm going downstairs. And then I guess a lot of artists were upset because they got invited to the meet and greet, and I wasn't there. And for that, I apologize, but then again, that wasn't my fault, because it wasn't me that did that. And however, but let me tell you about this, right? Let me tell you about this that I don't fucking like. Because I saw a couple of people. Yo, so that's Cardi for you. That show, she went down there, you know, and showed love. You know what I'm saying? But that's just that's just people. Promoters always do that, you know, try to sneak a little shit. I mean, make some money off. Probably charge the shit out of these fans to come through and didn't even tell you. You know what I mean? I, I could definitely see that happening, but um, yeah, man. But that was just the bigger thing on Twitter, just to compare, like, oh no, the she had a stomachache because the Ghana jollof rice hurt her stomach. You know what I'm saying? Yo, people gotta stop this. I don't think people understand why this beef is even going on, and it's just gotta stop, man. They're literally Nigeria and Ghana are like neighbors, bro. Like right beside each other on some Canada and um, America shit. You know what I mean? Um, so. Back in the day, there was a time where a lot of Nigerians moved to Ghana and they're, they're like under military rule. I think his name was Rawlings. He was the president or running the head of state. And he got, he made, he was doing like immigration check and he was like, anybody who's here illegally has got to go. And there was a lot of Nigerians there illegally. So he sent them back. And you know what I mean? Um, there was a beef. You know what I mean? Niggas said, oh yeah, that's how y'all moving. Send us back. Like. Send us back because Nigeria wasn't that great at the time. And so in 1983, there was like a shit was not good in Ghana. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if there's like these duffel bags that Nigerians have. Like it's it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? There's these bags you can Google. It's called Ghana must go bags. You know what I'm saying? And I I guess Nigeria's like, oh, y'all did this to us. So they apparently deported over one over like 1.5 million Ghanaians back to Ghana from Nigeria, you know what I mean, and sent them to bad conditions. So it's been a beef forever, you know what I'm saying? They've, they've tried to uh, amend the relations, but it's clearly some shit that people are just not willing to forgive and forget, man. So it's like any little thing, they just start going at each other. You should see it on Twitter. It's kind of sick. You know what I'm saying? It's actually kind of sick, man. But um, yeah, it's actually kind of sick. I think it, 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 it needs to stop, actually. It's, it's kind of sick. But, yeah, so that's the beef, man. And when you're kind of beefing over Cardi B, like, it's kind of even worse in a way. It's like, yo, there's this American woman who's coming to these two countries, and y'all like, yo, who can entertain her the best? Like, y'all just going right back to the, those days. It's it's sad, man. I feel like if Ghana and Nigeria can bridge their gap, um, other African countries start bridging their gap, and then you know Africa can become united, man. But like that shit, you can really tell. Like it's like they beefing from Ghana and Nigeria, then they beefing here in Canada and America. Like it's a real beef. You know what I'm saying? Like, more important things to, to to um to think about. You know what I'm saying? Both both countries can look at each other inside and find that yo. Before we start thinking about other people's countries, let's fucking fix ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And and that should be that should be the the, the bigger issue there. But like I said, there's actually a lot more serious things to speak about, man. Um, unfortunately, man, I'm sure the world knows this, man. We are we have to just deal with this news, man. Um, we lost we lost Juice World, man. Um, 
if you listen to the podcast and you've been listening to listen to this podcast at least up like up until like last last year when he first came out, man, I'm like, damn, this kid, this kid is super talented. I was really big fan. You know, everybody was a fan of Lucid Dreams. You know what I'm saying? But Goodbye and Good Riddance was his album that he dropped, and it was just, it was an amazing album. Like he's fucking talented. He was too fucking talented, man. Like that that guy, that kid was. That kid was talented, bro. Um, lyrical, flows, crafty, just so creative, just so creative, man. Like he was definitely a one of one, a one of one, man. Um, and he he passed away, man. He so much reports have come out, so much different things have come out since he's 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 died, and it's just it's tragic, man. It's really it's a really tragic situation. Um. If you've ever listened to Juice World, you just know he's he's been battling the shit. You know what I'm saying? He's been battling drugs, been battling depression. Um and it's you know it's hard, you know what I mean? As human beings, it's hard not to judge people. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like, oh, I wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, why would he do that? Like, I mean, it's his like, yo, you, you gotta get help, you know what I'm saying? But not every everybody is we are we we all feel we're strong, but we don't really know what you know. What I mean, what strong is you know. what I'm saying because we we all carry our own burdens. You know, what I'm saying no no man can no man knows if they can carry another man's burden because we never will get to. You know, what I'm saying so. It's like you may think you're strong because of the shit you deal with, but you don't know what other people are dealing with, and you don't know how they're built. You know what I'm saying? So it's just so unfortunate, man. We just lost a a great. Uh, great talent and somebody who 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 was even halfway where he was going, you know what I'm saying. But um, it's unfortunate how he how he passed because when the reports first came out, we um he died from a seizure is what the is what the what was reported and everybody you know what I mean just first went to drugs because we know you know Juice Ward has a heavy heavy um he has a habit you know what I'm saying and. In hip hop, once you hear seizure, because we've been dealing with the Pimp C's, we've been dealing with the Lil Wayne's and Rick Ross's, we've learned, all right, you know, seizures, these don't just come randomly. These usually come from codeine usage. You know what I'm saying? Um, just things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So it's just automatic for us to start tweeting and just start talking and, and just assuming it has to do with drugs. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, truth comes out, it really does have to do with drugs. Um, it's fucked up, bro. It's really fucked up because I'm going to read this article that TMZ put out because it, it all stems from this whole thing, man. Um, it's really fucked up. I'm going to read this article. So cops say Juice World swallowed perks trying to hide them from the feds. Juice World might have made a fatal decision as law enforcement searched his private jet, swallowing a bunch of painkillers in an attempt to hide them from the feds. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ the pilot who was flying Juice's private plane alerted authorities on the ground that the rapper's entourage had guns on them, a big no-no in air travel. When they landed, FBI and FAA agents were waiting for Juice and Company, which is, I think, firearms, alcohol, and some firearms and alcohol. Uh... We're told at some point between the plane landing and the feds conducting the search, 
Juice was seen swallowing several Percocet pills in what people believe was an attempt to hide them. Our sources say the pills might have contributed to his death in a possible OD. An autopsy was performed on the rapid Monday, but additional testing, including toxicology, cardiac pathology, and neuropathology, is still needed before determining an official cause. By the way, we also learned that paramedics spent 40 minutes treating Juice primarily to get his heart to beat regularly. They even transported him at 2.55 a.m. to the hospital. They arrived at 3.06 a.m. Doctors at the hospital pronounced him dead. We're told three guns were seized, were all registered as reported. The feds also seized 70 pounds of weed allegedly found in a vacuum-sealed bags inside luggage from a private jet. Two of Juice's associates were arrested for the guns' possessions. Both men were already bailed out. So this this is just the whole situation. I'm not there, and all I can do is speculate, and I wish I didn't have to speculate, you know what I mean, because I, I'd, rather, I'd rather just have the truth, you know what I'm saying, but... It's just like, damn, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, so many steps. You know what I mean? So many steps from the from the where the where where the guy is showing the guns. You know what I'm saying? That that alerted the pilot. Is there like a metal detector when you get on to a plane to know if you have guns? You know what I'm saying? Like, what made the pilot? Like, how did the pilot, how how was the pilot aware of this? Were these guys waving the guns around, you know, just toting them, acting like it's nothing? Um, and once the, once that Juice World was aware that the, that the feds are going to search the plane, why didn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't take, you can't, like, that's the thing of, I'm, I'm, they said he did take pills before he got on the plane. And I've been, I've taken, I smoked weed a lot, you know what I'm saying? I've done Molly before, you know what I'm saying? I've done Percocets like twice, and I, I could, I, me personally, I can't do, I'm going to speak on my, me when it comes to drugs after. But, um, like, when you're, I've been high and being paranoid, you know what I'm saying? And just quick thinking, just thinking you're thinking the smartest thing and you're not, you know what I'm saying? That's like off, off of weed, but like, what, I just don't understand swallowing the drugs, you know what I'm saying? And knowing that you, you can't swallow a whole bunch of pills and, and be okay. You know what I'm saying? Why didn't they flush them? Why didn't somebody give them to somebody else? You know what I mean? There's just so many things going through my head, but it's also it's like, yo, when you're high sometimes and in the flick of the flash of moment, you just, your your first thoughts, your reaction, because you, you're not in your, your your right state of mind, you don't do what you, somebody in the right state of mind would do. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's really sad, man. It's just such an unfortunate situation because... At first, I just thought it was just a regular overdose, but it's like, yeah, you don't, you wouldn't expect him to overdose, you know what I mean, because you know the dosage you're taking, you know what I'm saying? But when a situation like that, trying to swallow a whole bunch of pills, I just don't understand why they weren't flushed or just handed over to somebody else. I just, you know what I'm saying? It's just really unfortunate, man. It's just so unfortunate, man. Like, it's, he's dead, you know what I'm saying? So all these questions, it doesn't really matter. He's dead. Um... It's it's fucking insane. It's insane, bro. It's insane, man. Um not even yo, he just turned twenty one. Like literally. You know what I'm saying? Um it's it's a tragedy still because it's just life was just cut short in such a like something like that, just like the way like what they're reporting like him swallowing the pills, it's just like what happened? Like what? You know what I'm saying? Um, 
And they said the feds have been on his trail, actually, because in November, they also searched his plane on his way to Australia, and he they let him go. They didn't find nothing. But it, you can clearly see, like, yo, I, I one thing I always wondered was how, like, yo, if you ever watch Lil Reese and Chief Keef, like, they'll always have big bat vacuum sealed bags of weed. And then when you go to their homies page, you know I mean, their homies that are not rapping or not famous are still in their hood. They have mad weed. You know what I'm saying? I'm always like, yo, how do these guys be? Like, the, you can really probably just put your weed on a private plane. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what Rollo's in prison for, fighting the case. Rollo, like, flew millions of dollars of weed twice, you know what I'm saying, uh, on a private plane. So it's like, Juice World does not need to sell 70 pounds of weed. So does he even know that the weed is there? You know what I'm saying? There's other guys on the plane, too. So we're going to we're gonna see because nobody was charged with the weed, only the guns. So if they start blaming the, the weed on Juice World as a dead man, you know what I'm saying? Then you know that obviously, because I don't believe Juice World was selling weed. You know what I'm saying? So I just, it's just so much to this shit. It's like, yo, like his bodyguards weren't supposed to have the if the. I just don't know, man. The pilot, like, I guess the pilot's doing his job by alerting the authorities. You know what I'm saying? But fuck, it's it's just it's just it's just a tragedy, man. Um, so much has come from this, you know what I'm saying? So many um, rappers are talking about kicking their habit, you know, and they want to stop doing drugs, stop the lean, stop the codeine. I hope they're serious, you know what I'm saying? Because it's it's it's, it's hard, you know what I'm saying? This self-medication thing is, is hard, man. G Herbo, you know, had a lot of words for um, Jordan Lucas because Jordan Lucas said, I'm going to read Jordan Lucas' post. Um... Juice World was 21. He was a product of our generation of rappers who glorified drugs and made it cool. I'm blaming y'all niggas for this shit. All that leaning pills niggas glorify and talk about you teaching the kids to do it. Shake my hair. You happy now? R.I.P. Juice World gone too soon. Um, I just, like, you know what I'm saying? It's It's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot because the world is different. You know what I'm saying? The world is different now, man. It's... Once you take these drugs, people, once you take them, it's like, yo, you're taking them, you're taking them. That's it. Boom. You just can't stop. Like, I'm going to read um, Lil Herb, G. Herbo wrote a post um, responding back to Joyner Lucas saying, you a fucking clown. Niggas don't know what niggas got going, what niggas going through. Niggas ain't trying to be cool. Shorty was on top of the fucking world. You think he was trying to fit in? If that shit was easy, Shorty would have quit. Shorty ain't seen none of this shit coming. He ain't see millions of fame coming. Millions coming, fame coming, none of that shit. I got 50 homies dead on my granny. Nigga been shot, been in the streets over 10 years of my life. Been addicted to Xanax, lean pills, Percocet. Still smoke weed every day and all day till this day. I was blessed with a strong enough mind to quit the lean and that other shit when, whenever I want. I've been to detox twice. This shit is a daily process. Juice made some of the best music in the world. With his own style, he ain't have to fucking fit in. Niggas be having to self-medicate. He was a star. He can't go on stage thinking about the demons he's fighting in his head. I can speak about this shit on and on, man. But this shit was always deeper than that, what you see. So don't speak on shit you don't know if you can't relate or you haven't done it once. You know what I'm saying? And Jordan Lucas had a response saying he thinks Herb got the wrong message. You know what I mean? But Yeah, and that's, and that's why I can't judge Juice where I can't judge these guys because... I'm not from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I've had two friends killed. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't there to see it. You know what I'm saying? I think about them all the time, though. 
You know what I'm saying? I always think about them, and it's like, um, I wasn't there, though. You know what I'm saying? You read about Chicago, and you see the stuff that's going on that people go through out there. Um, losing people in your face, you know what I'm saying? Having to shoot people. You don't know people's, you don't know what people have been through. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what they got to sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? I'm a person, I always talk about my conscience. Every time I do something, that shit, that shit, like, if I do something, I'm not, it may not be something to the extent of murder or armed robbery or just some watch. If I just do something that I know that doesn't sit well with me, that I know that, yo, I could have did better or I could have did treated that person better or did something to that person better or did, or just done better for myself. It's going to weigh on my mind when I'm sleeping at night. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to weigh on my mind when I'm, when I'm not busy, that shit comes to my mind. So I can't imagine the, I mean, the having to have that, Alertness, knowing, yo, I seen this person die. Yo, this person, people are going to come kill me. Like, Chicago's a war zone. You see that. People are dying. Like, we've seen rappers go home and not make it back. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just speaking on rappers that, that are really going through that real PTSD. Look at Fredo Santana. Like, he literally tried to stop the lean, went back, tried to stop the lean, went back. You know what I mean? And And, and ultimately died. You know what I'm saying? And, and and before he died, he tried to he tried to give people, you know what I mean, try to explain to people about this drug shit and like, yo, trying to tell them to quit. We seen Gucci Mane. We saw the transformation of what you know what I mean, Gucci Mane was um went to prison for hitting a uh, uh a soldier in the face with a bottle, you know what I'm saying, because he asked him for his autograph, you know what I'm saying? Just being an intoxicator and doing the, making decisions off off of drugs, you know what I'm saying? People don't understand, like the thing is it's like me. I smoke weed, um, and now you know it's legal. People don't aren't looking at it as crazy, but people some people before it, weed was a thing. You know what I mean, I started smoking weed at eighteen, so I wasn't really one of those people that got to start smoking weed early. And like some people are fried. You know what I'm saying? You're like, yo, this people just maybe he's slow. Maybe I got to let develop my brain a little more, or whatever. But why I think I, I may have a better tolerance than some when it comes to drugs and other things because I, I truly believe I'm the first person in my family to probably smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's kind of taboo in African families to do drugs and even smoke cigarettes or just things like that. So when when I see people addicted to certain things, like, I can really, like, I don't drink. Like, I'll drink occasionally, but I, I'm really a person, like, I could be in a room full of people drinking and not drink at all. I really love to smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? I smoke weed. That's my shit. I've done Molly a couple of times, but I've never got addicted to drugs. You know what I'm saying? Um, besides, I guess, weed. So it's like, it's hard for me to judge another person because I don't know what they're going through and I don't know what they've seen because we all deal with our own demons. You know what I'm saying? We all are insecure about our own things or not happy about our own things or dealing with family issues. You know what I mean? Or just, just, just life in general, you know what I mean? Or just mental health, you know what I mean? So when I see people get addicted to stuff, it's like, damn, how do you get addicted? Why don't they get help? You know what I'm saying? Why don't the people around them help? But it's like, yo, when you really get to hear the stories, people are trying. People are trying. These people are actually, it's an ongoing process. Like if you watch Euphoria, like, yeah, you'll, you'll be clean for seven days and you'll go relapse, 14 days, up and down, up and down. I just think that... um, I think that the world is in a different era, man, a different place. Like, Toronto has this problem as well right now. People aren't talking about it. There's a Percocet problem in Toronto. 
a lean problem in Toronto. And there's also a problem with people getting bad drugs and some certain people having overdoses because you're getting perks that really ain't perks. It's fentanyl. I'm saying some perks that can break. Sometimes you get pills that are pressed and they're fentanyl pills and you can't break them. And then you know that you, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, there's a lot going on. We're not, we like the 70s was weed, you know, 80s was coke. Now we are in the prescription era, man. And this is just what it is right now. I don't see it changing. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people are doing it because they, they, they're going through shit, but then some people have, have got into it recreationally. And once you do it recreationally, if you're not strong-minded, like G Herbo, he, he, in that post, what he's trying to say is when he first came into the game, he used to sip lean crazy. I remember he said, like, yo, he spent like 60000 on lean, and then he was like, fuck it. He has to kick the habit. You know what I'm saying? Like, people go broke doing that shit. People make bad decisions doing that shit. So it's just something that, Yo, man, the young generation, I don't know how, I don't think, I don't know what we can do. You know what I'm saying? This Juice World shit, we lost Juice World, we lost Mac Miller to drugs, we lost Lil Peep to drugs. Uh, um, Lil Wayne, we, we've had so many scares with Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's so many things. I like I, I like I like 21 Savage perspective, but he knows like, yo, I love lean. I got a problem, but I go for hydration. I go to the hospital. I get checkups to get hydrated, keep myself like to to counteract the shit he's doing to his body. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know, man. It's easy to get these prescription drugs. Is really easy to get. You know what I'm saying? So I I really don't know where we're going from here, man. Hip hop and like like I said, Juice World's music was so great. He talks about these drugs. Like he's like Herbo told me, slow down. Like like he's saying these stuff. Like yo, the drugs are gonna overdose. Like, he's gonna like so much stuff. It's just like I just I just find it so crazy that you're so deep in it that you can rap about certain things and know I'm I'm, I'm saying this in my music that I, I know these drugs can kill me. I'm saying it in my music, but I'm still doing it. You know what I mean? And that's addiction. Knowing something can kill you and 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 you're doing it. Like you have to be a sick nigga to fuck a girl and know she has S T D. Even if you're like, nah, I'm gonna put a condom on. You're taking that risk that the condom can break to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like knowing that I'm doing something to my body and I'm fucking my body up, it's an addiction because if you if you wanted to if if you know you're gonna kill yourself, you wouldn't do it. But that feeling, you need it, man. And it's it's a battle, man. It's a constant battle. And I just feel like you just need a strong support system because there's always going to be ups and downs, you know, and family members will give up on you because it's like, yo, they don't know if you're serious or really trying to get better. But you just got to, I think we just need prayers. And, and I don't know, man, because the world is definitely going into that direction, man. Like, we're, we're here in this drug era, man, and... I don't see it going anywhere. Rappers talk about it, and rap is, like, people want to be like the people on the internet. So if you hear your rap, favorite rapper doing certain, you're going to want to try it out, and you're going to want to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I see it in Toronto. Like, I really do see it. We have a problem, the opioid problem, man. It's a world problem, man. It's in Nigeria. When I went there, I did the podcast about it. You can go listen to it. They're sipping lean out there, too. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a real thing, man, so... Rest in peace to Juice World. It's actually really um unfortunate. Twenty one years old, man. At least he shout the future, man, because um 
one of his tweets before he got on was he wanted to do a, a joint project with Future. You know what I'm saying? That uh, Future was his favorite artist, and he actually got to do that. And then his second album was was dope, too. But that first album was really, truly a classic album. Like, it just, it was a, such a different sound. I was like, wow, this kid is, this kid is, this kid is really talented, man. And it's unfortunate, man. And I, and I truly hope that the rappers that are saying that they're going to kick the cup and stop doing these drugs, I hope that they can really do it, man. It, Hip hop, hip hop is lost. It took it took a couple a couple L's this year, man. A couple L's this year that was so unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Um, just look like drugs got Kodak in situations. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, hopefully things can get better, and you know, um, maybe hip hop can start getting like a when it went when labels start signing these artists, they can like get them some counseling. But then again, you have to want you have to want it to get it, to receive it, so. Um, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the rappers that is really, that do those drugs, they have a good management beside them that is really holding them down, and they can trust them, and they can really put their life in their hands. You know what I'm saying? We saw what happened at DMX. You know what I mean? Drugs will really take, take you, it will help you create the best thing ever, the best music ever, but at the same time, steal everything from you. You know what I'm saying? Um... Yeah, man. Once again, rest in peace to Juice World. I hope that none of his homies had nothing to do with the cop. Like, I hope nothing comes out that the reason the cops is on the trail or whatever alerted the pilot to make the cops involved had nothing to do with his homies. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. Just rest in peace. God bless his mother and his girlfriend. And you know what I mean? Those two are the people that if you, you follow Juice World on social media, he always kept them with him. You know what I'm saying? Always. You know what I'm saying? So... Prayers out to them. Um, I actually wanted to speak about this before, you know what I'm saying? The Juice World thing, but I actually forgot, didn't see it on my notes here. But Brother Nature, for those that don't know, he's Brother Nature, you know what I'm saying? Um, he connects with animals, you know what I'm saying? He's always holding animals, people fuck with him. Um, he's a social media, social influencer, so, you know, celebrities fuck with him, rappers fuck with him. Um, he's just one of those guys. Like, like there's another guy, that Tarzan guy. I think he's more popular, but Brother Nature, um, he has Twitter away. You know what I'm saying? Um, people fuck with him. And so there was this video that comes out of him getting his ass beat. You know what I'm saying? Some dude, some big Mexican dude is beating up on Brother Nature. Like, ain't not say Mexican. <laughs> he looks Hispanic though, but. He's whooping his ass in and outside the store. You know what I'm saying? And Twitter went in rages. I mean, in 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 a, in a rage. Um, even Sean King, the Black Lives Matter guy, who's white actually, who um is always fighting for injustice, he literally jumped on the case. It was like, yo, find me the guy's name. Find me whoever did this. You know what I'm saying? But people were just like, damn, how could you be the brother nature? Like, he's... He's all about animals. He's all about spreading positivity and peace. You know, people fuck with him. And come to find out after all the people were posting the guy's picture, harassing the guy that, that whooped his ass, um, come to find out the owner of the store in Miami, the restaurant that they were at, released the surveillance footage and showed that Brother Nature was the aggressor. What happened was that somebody recorded Brother Nature and his girlfriend without his permission. Bro, you're a social influencer. You got to understand this happens. And he 
he had, he went up to the guy and um was getting was talking crazy, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yo, delete the video. You could see in the video he's moving aggressive, has his arms flailing, you know, he's t- he's talking in an aggressive manner. So from there and he apparently in the in the video he told the guy to step outside and they went outside, he beat his ass. That guy Brother Nature got a nature ass whooping. You know what I'm saying? Like they took him to the jungle, they whooped that ass. Um I guess the guy has a he has a reason to whoop his ass since he was starting with him and he told him to come fight, but there there's a certain extent. Once once the guy's not fighting back, he's getting his ass whooped, you gotta just leave him. You don't gotta be beating a nigga, just beating him down and beating him down. When he's not even defending himself anymore and you just know that yo, he doesn't want it, you don't gotta be that guy. But Brother Nature, you can't be you can't be posting videos the next day acting like you were innocent. You know what I'm saying? Because he posted videos the next day. Just I made it look like, yo, he just got his ass kicked and he didn't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? So that's the one thing about social media, man, is it really always the truth to the story. And we can't jump on the person's side that we favor all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because they started posting a picture of this guy, his mama, all his friends, all his homeboys. You know how the internet does. They'll find everything about you. You know what I'm saying? So. We gotta be, we gotta be better than that when, it's, when we when we start judging. Um, hey, 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 Kawhi's in town. Um, Raptors versus Clippers today, man. It's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be a big game, man. Energy, a lot of energy, a lot of emotions gonna be in the building. Well, not from Kawhi. I don't expect any emotions, from Kawhi. He's just, just that's just not who Kawhi is. Um, but I know the Toronto crowd is gonna give him all the love and support that you know. Fuck, we want a title. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, kind of like, you know, it's in us now. We've digested it. But sometimes you just think back like, yo, rappers are NBA champions, and not every team in the league has done that. So we're grateful, man. I'm grateful to Kawhi. Like, I, I wish he would have stayed. I, I'm always going to, like, you know, get at him and be like, damn, bro, you could you could have had something. He's something good here. could have been great here. Like, when you look at the core that the Raptors have right now with Van Fleet, Siakam, and OG, you really didn't have to play all those games, you know what I'm saying? And it's still tough in the West. You still have to go up up, up against LeBron. It's it could have been a much nicer route here in Toronto. We already know you. Everything's already situated, but it is what it is. Decision was made, you know what I'm saying? But grateful, definitely, man. Uh, I love how he came back during around Caravan times to just embrace the city. Um, yeah, man. I I I appreciate Kawhi, man. Because end of the day, us winning the title really put us on the map. We have. National games, you know what I'm saying? This is a national game. This is a, on ESPN. Uh, the world's going to get to see and hear about us winning again. They had a special ring ceremony for Kawhi. Like, a lot of people are hating and saying, yo, should Kawhi have all this stuff? Bro, but you got to understand, we won a fucking championship. Thanks to this guy. Like, he was, re- fuck, he was really the main part. He did his thing. He gave us the confidence to feel like, yo, we got a star player. We could do this. You know what I'm saying? And we did it. So you can't be mad at Kawhi, man. New Balance put a put a um ad downtown that says thank you. Um with Kawhi's picture on it. So it's dope, man. Um I just I just don't know what to expect. Like I don't know if Kawhi would give a speech to say, yo, I love Toronto. I just don't, you know, I just hope we're not hoping that much. You know what I'm saying? He's just not that particular guy. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy game for him to get his ring back, his ring, 
just it's gonna be a lot of emotions, man. It's just gonna be dope. And like I said, it's nationally broadcasted. I love when our city's on the national stage. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, it's actually gonna be a good game. We beat the Clippers last time. We didn't even have Lowry, didn't have Serge. Now we may not have Van Fleet tonight, but they didn't have Paul George at the time. So it's gonna be a really good game, man. Um it's actually funny because Paul George was just in Indiana and he's still getting booed over there. You know what I'm saying? And he was traded away. And, you know, he, he made a comment saying that um, one day he's going to do a tell-all book and tell the world that what really happened in Toronto, I mean, in Indiana, and he won't be the one getting booed. But with Kawhi, it's all love here, man. Um, it's all love. He he said, with the trip to the, the game in Toronto, it's all about winning the game that night. I'll be thinking about just playing against the team and wanting to win the game for the most part. Just really getting my ring that night. We're, we're there for one reason, to play the Raptors and try to win. You know, see, that's Kawhi. Like, he just means all business. He's not going to be like, yo, it's going to be emotions in the building. This is who he is. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's just, just about the game. You know what I'm saying? Winning and doing his job, man. I can't, you can't be mad at him. If that's what he, what he was when he was here, you can't expect him. And he wasn't here for that long, you know what I mean? To, to give us some heartfelt message. And then he gave us... His, his hard work, and we got a ring. So I'm saying, I just see a lot of people having a lot of mixed emotions about how to treat him. Yo, he treated us. We're, we're champions. I just don't understand. People don't get that part. Like, certain people are champions for life, and they can come to one city and do whatever. He came here one year and gave us once, gave gave us something. Like, that ain't something to, to look over. You know what I'm saying? And then we're in the history books forever and ever. So, yeah, I just think it's going to be a dope game. Um, I hope Raptors can win, you know what I'm saying? Let him think about it one more time, what what, what he's missing out on by not staying. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm just – I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Fred Van Fleet, he's he's hurt. I don't know if he'll be back. He says it's going to be a game-time call for the game. We need him. He is the heart and soul of the Raptors. He, no disrespect to Kyle Lowry, but Fred Van Fleet is the general out there right now. Lowry's still a good, a good player, a great player, but – I, I can't I can't express it. I've been trying to express it. Like I don't want Lowry to come in and take away Fred's powers. Well, what I mean by that is Lowry's the point guard. Fred's the point guard. Lowry wasn't there. Fred was running the show. Same way you guys would hate on Kyrie and say, oh, when Kyrie comes back, is he going to do as well as Spencer Dinwiddie? This is what Fred is doing. Like Fred is really running the show. Fred Fred is Fred is an amazing player. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I hope Raptors get the W today. Um Paul George has been balling for the Clippers. Paul George has been balling. Lou Will loves to come back here and light it up because of you know his past history with, with Toronto and them not re-signing him. This could be a, a finals repeat. You know what I'm saying? This, this is very possible. The Raptors are that good and that talented. Right now we're on a little three-game losing streak. We were on a three-game losing streak. We beat the Bulls. But, nah, Raptors are really good, man. So... Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this. I'm gonna be very, very tuned in and very excited, and and glued to my seat. We we got to get the dub and show Kawhi. Like, look, we two and zero against you this year. Hopefully, we see you in the finals and we do this again. Um, I've been on the podcast earlier this this year, getting at Anthony Davis. Man, I want to say I want to make an apology. I want to apologize to the brow. I see you, boy. I see you, boy. You. Anthony Davis is out here balling. He is out here balling. When he put the 50 ball on Cat, I was like, all right, man. 
obviously the the Lakers are a much better team than the Timberwolves, but like Cat Cat is a really good player defensively and offensively. And yo, town um A D man, A D, you looking good out there, boy. You looking good out there. Even just the demeanor, just the flexing of the arms, just all that shit, that confidence. Yeah, you 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 moving like a dog out there, boy. Like I fuck with A D, man. Shout out to him. Um Brown's looking good out there. That dunk he did. LeBron's a problem. He, he, that dunk he did against Gorgie Dang, taking it off the right hand, it just like he wasn't there. Whoo! I can't wait till Christmas. That that Lakers Clippers game on Christmas is gonna be is gonna be amazing. Raptors versus Boston on Christmas. I'm I'm gonna try and look at to get tickets, but Raptors tickets this year are fucking. They're fucking ridiculous, man. They're fucking ridiculous. But I'm gonna really try and look into this Christmas game for Boston. Um, I want to give a shout out to Jimmy Butler, man, because he really is who he is. Like the the reputation you hear about Jimmy Butler in the league is he's tough, he's hard nosed, he works for what he gets, and he doesn't respect people that that don't work for theirs. You know what I'm saying? Trey Young is an amazing talent. I've said that on the podcast. Um, Trey Young and there's actually reports that Trey Young was in the locker room after the last few games, um, screaming at his teammates, screaming at the officials. I mean, his team officials saying, "Yo, he needs to get some help in there." They're promising him, promise, they're promising him help. He's gonna get him some teammates. But so the Hawks are playing the playing the Heat. They're up like six, fifty nine seconds left in the quarter. Trey Young makes a crazy dime to um, I think Kevin Herter, and Kevin Herter gets a dunk, and he started screaming to the Miami fans doing the Vince Carter. It's over. Game over. It's over. It's over. Two twos. The game is in overtime, and his team ends up losing. So Jimmy Butler, after the game, puts up the video of Trey Young saying, "Yo, it's over. It's over." And he's like, "Yo, this boy right here is a teller of, of the future." Yeah, the game was definitely over. You know what I'm saying? And that's just dope because in the day, a lot of players are like, you know, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna embarrass. Him. I'm not gonna call him out. He's a he's a future rising star in this player. Jimmy Butler don't play. Like, yo, all right, be accountable. If you're gonna say you're gonna win the game, close out the game. You know what I'm saying? That's a lesson to Trey Young right there to know that the game ain't really over until it's over. You know what I mean? No showboating because there's 50, 59 seconds on the clock. You always hear the commentators say that, yo, that's a, there's a lot of time in this game. So you you that's 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 a lesson right there. That'll probably teach him, yo, play it, play until it's out. You know what I'm saying? So. Shout out to Jimmy Butler, man. Um, yeah, NBA's NBA's just been really good this year. Um, I think the Greek freak, Greek freak, has been playing really well. Ky- Kyrie Irving's not been here, so it's it's been it's been a little dull in the Brooklyn side. They're 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 staying in the playoff playoff race, so I'm happy they're doing that. And I hope that can show Kyrie. Oh, trust your teammates. You got a really good team. They're managing to stay afloat without you. When you come, you should be able to fit in, and they should be able to build off of you. You know what I'm saying? And it sh- it shouldn't it shouldn't the chemistry should not be affected. It should understand all right. Kyrie's running the show now, but it should be the same thing. You know what I'm saying? They should be no drop off. Only should be a they should be a a raise and play. You know what I mean? When Kyrie's added to the equation and Karis Levert, um, yeah, man. Uh, Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz. Well, it was a very dull fight that happened over the weekend in Saudi Arabia. Anthony Joshua regained his titles and beat Andrew, Andy Ruiz to regain the championships. Um, outclassed him, outboxed him, beat him up, made him made him frustrated, made him beg, 
and, and he, he was begging and um, begging Anthony to come come scrap with him. And that's not that's not boxing, like Floyd always said, because Anthony Joshua repeated after the fight, the goal of boxing is to hit and not get hit, and that's what he did. He lost a lot of weight. He was light on his feet. He was quick. You just he just outclassed him, outclassed him. Unanimous decision. Anthony Joshua won his titles. Um, I think that's it for Andrew Ruiz. He'll still be a guy in the heavyweight champion championship that you know he'll have a, a name that fighters will use him as a name to step as a stepping stone. But he'll never get Anthony Joshua again. At the, after the fight, he was begging for a rematch. Let's do it. Let's do it again. Round three. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Right here. Yeah, he's he's saying that because he knows he's not gonna have that platform to talk again. Like he was begging. It, the limelight's over, but sh- you know he, he he is the first Mexican heavyweight champion. He was a heavyweight champion. He did beat Anthony Joshua and knocked him out. It's, it's great for your resume, but I think that's it. Like the the bright lights is over for you. You know what I'm saying? So, congrats to Anthony Joshua. Hopefully now you, you take it like a champion. Champion, you wait for you go right now. You go fight Luis Ortiz, or you wait for the winner of, of Wilder Fury. Man, you can't be moving like that, bro. Like. Be a champion and go out there and you, you already have an L in your record now. So go fight the best and be the best. You know what I'm saying? Go uni, uh, unify the belts. That's 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 what I want to see. You're a Nigerian. You're, I want to root for you, but I, I don't want you to be ducking. You know what I'm saying? Make make heavyweight boxing great again. So, um, yeah, man, I think that's it. Um, Christmas is around the corner. You know what I'm saying? Get your gifts now, man. You don't want to be that person in the mall when there's nothing left and you're, and you're telling, yo, I got you on Boxing Day. Yo, I got you on Boxing Day. Nah, man. So get your gifts now. Uh, my birthday's coming up. I'm going to be 28 years old, man. Thank God. Hopefully, I get to see that day and celebrate. Um, but yeah, man, um, I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful to be alive, thankful to be here, thankful to be able to do this podcast, thankful to just have family, friends, just... The little things that we really take for granted, you don't understand because, yo, it's so hard. Being human is such a beautiful thing that we get hurt and we can just be fine again. You know what I'm saying? And we just know how to adapt. You know what I mean? We just know how to continuously keep moving, keep functioning with all the pain and all the stuff that's hurt us. You know what I'm saying? But that we don't understand that life is so precious that, yo, once it's gone, it's gone and that's it. So I feel like we should all each if we should live in the in the moment, take care of your your future, secure your future, make sure your stuff's your you have a future. But live in live in each day, you know what I'm saying? Because when you when you start thinking of too far ahead sometimes, you really forget about living for that day and poof, you know what I'm saying? It could be gone. You know what I'm saying? Tell the people that you, that you love, you love them, I mean, and show it. Like fuck all the petty behavior and the little things. You know, just just make people feel the love that you have for them, man. You got to understand that, man. So that's what I got to say, man. Um, Once again, rest in peace, Juice Well, Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace to Giovanni. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Rest in peace to, man, 2019 has been, um. rest in peace to Clue. Rest in peace to a lot of people, man. All the family members that, that and friends and people that listen to this podcast, rest in peace. I mean, and God bless, and I pray that we can all, I mean, move on stronger and be better people. Yeah, so it's your boy E. It's it's Terrell. God bless.